what's up, man? It's another episode of the D Start Show. Hey, we're gonna start off where we went last week. Me and Jordan was the only one on. Uh, Kevin and um, Keanu was off last week. So, hey, the question was who cheat the best? And luckily, me and Jordan agreed. Um, we came down and said, "Hey, look, um, we feel like a woman cheat the best." So, um, Keanu, do you feel the same way? I do. What What about you, Kevin? Women cheat the best. Right. Hands down, bro. You know, if y'all didn't hear the if y'all didn't hear the show, man, me and Jordan had some we, we had a lot of good feedback um from our listeners. Um last week our listeners did hit us up on email. Um comes to find out that you and um Kevin got a couple fans out there. They were missing um y'all on the show. So they kept asking about where y'all was going, where y'all was at, you know. So we be the busy people. Yep. Me and Calvin, we be we be we be doing stuff. Yeah, we be busy. I apologize, guys. I we apologize. We, we sincerely apologize. But we're here now. For sure. So, so man, it's, it's a lot going on in the news, man. So, um, since y'all was um, off last week, man, so y'all fill us in on what's going on in um, social media. Well, what's going on in social media right now? Uh, Super Bowl was last weekend. Congratulations to the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, same um, team they beat the Bengals, ain't it? Yeah, no. Wait, did the Chiefs? Did the Chiefs uh, beat the? Bengals? No, they beat the Bengals. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Sorry, he's laughing, but his team didn't even make it. I'm about to say nobody's nobody. None of our teams made it. To be honest, so shoot, we all should be looking shit faced right now. But oh well, it was a good game. Um, for the most part, this was the first. I think this was the first Super Bowl that two brothers got to face each other off. Um. So it was kind of nice seeing that dynamic and seeing them be like really good team players or have great sportsmanship, even though one of the brothers lost. Um, he still was very excited for his brother. Their mom, she's freaking amazing with supporting her son. So that was pretty awesome to see. Um, but we we all know that the, you know, the Super Bowl really was just a game that happened in the midst of Rihanna's show. Cause that's yeah, the people. I'm gonna keep it a book. I ain't watch it. Yeah, watch I watched Rihanna. like you know the first quarter, and after that, I was like, "All right, just let me know when Rihanna come on." <laughs> but you know, I was proud of her, man, because I really thought she was gonna um sing that bullshit. But um, lift me up. I'm, I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she didn't sing that shit. <laughs> I think um I think social media really was giving her a hard time, as y'all may know. Um, Rihanna announced well, she didn't really announce. She pulled a Beyonce when Beyonce performed at the AMAs. Was that the AMAs? No, that was the MTV Awards. Was that the MTV Awards? MTV, I believe. Yes, that was the MTV Awards where Beyonce announced that she was pregnant with Blue Ivy. Um, Rihanna kind of pulled that at the halftime show at Super Bowl. Surprise! Um, she's pregnant again. So basically, she having what Black folks would call Irish twins because her child is less than one years old, and she's pregnant again. And it looks like she's she's pretty far along because she's poking a lot. Um. So what people expected was like high energy Rihanna performance. And to be honest, she looks like she's about five months, if not, yeah, about five months. I would say five or six months. So I don't know how much I expected a woman to do that that's far along. And she suspended 150 feet in the air, had to perform like 12 or 13 songs in 13 minutes. Y'all expected way too much out of her. And to top it off, uh, I don't know if y'all know, but if you perform at the halftime for the Super Bowl, you do it for the free. It is not a paid gig. It is a free volunteer opportunity. She did her thing. Huh? She did a good job, though. She did a good job. 
I think she did a fantastic job, give or take the circumstance. And again, this is why she won't give us nothing because y'all don't even appreciate what y'all get. All y'all do is complain, complain, complain. And we ain't never, ever, ever going to get no music or another performance because y'all did her so bogus after y'all know. Y'all should have seen everybody's Snapchat. I'm literally going through, like, social media, looking at everybody's stories, and everybody's recording her performance, and everybody in the background saying, she pregnant? Oh, she's pregnant. No, she ain't pregnant. Every single video I watch. So it's just like, I feel like everybody had way too high expectations for her. And it's like, give or take, she still performed and did a good job for her circumstance. She did a damn good job. Damn good job. I agree. What you got, Calvin? Uh, what I got, what I got, what I got. Uh, Damn, I just had something about social media. He was just doing all that talking. On just the my, <laughs> let me go to the shade room. Hold on. Oh, uh, there was another thing while Kevin uh takes a look at what he's supposed to go over. Um, R. Kelly is denied his motion for acquittal and new federal trial in his Chicago case. So his his Chicago city, his his city level or state level case got thrown out because the judge just felt like we're not finna we're not about to spend the resources to bring him to trial when he's already serving 30 years. It's not worth it. So they threw that out, but he still is facing a federal charge in Chicago. Yeah. Um so it says Chicago federal judge uh Harry Lyon Lean Weber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh? No, go ahead. My bad. We mean it um, just go ahead, go ahead, Oh, has rejected R. Kelly's bid for a new trial in Chicago. One week before the singer is set to be sentenced on charges of child pornography and enticing minors to engage in sex. The ruling comes after Kelly's attorney filed the motion for a new trial on February 4th, stating that the main witness in the trial misled jurors when she said she was undecided on whether she would be seeking monetary damages from the case. Kelly faces between 10 to 90 years in prison and is scheduled to be sentenced on February 23rd. The singer has already been sentenced to 30 years in prison on a racketeering and sex trafficking conviction following a separate federal trial in New York. So his New York uh, case, federal charge, uh, was 30 years. This charge that he faced in Chicago, that's a federal charge, he at least is going to get another 10 years tacked on to that 30 years. So it's safe to say that R. Kelly is going to jail for the rest of his life. Like 30 years, give or take, like time and a half, like every day, what? Every day in federal prison is like, what, two days? So if he did half of that 15 years, ah, he'll come out and be like 60. Nah, like 60. I don't know. Maybe we he could pull up a Ron Isley and still, you know, create some music. But at this point, baby, listen, he get more than 10 years. We might as well wrap it up. He might as well give us an album from the cell. Cause yeah, they, they probably peeing on him in the cell. I'm trying to tell you, they probably doing him bogus, making him sing for pennies and Twinkies. Making him <laughs> sing for commissary. He's a I'm for real. Like, see, nigga, for commissary? Yeah, that's just bad. That's just bad. I don't really like it. I I, I would say I feel bad for R. Kelly, but I feel even bad, worse for the victims because that's just unfortunate that they were just let down so bad by their parents and another grown man. Um, <clears throat> and yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, why, R. Kelly? Why? But he made some good music. I'm saying, man. And, I know. You know but, it's but, like, a lot of the, but a lot of the radio stations have stopped playing his music. I'm saying you can hate the person, but I'm saying the music they had, but he made some good music. Half of y'all was made off his music. 
what I be wanting people to realize I want is a that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's singing in jail for the commentary. <laughs> he's singing. He want a freaking cookie. That is so sad. Oh man, they passing the man around for a carton of cigarettes in jail, Lord. That's terrible. <laughs> I want a cookie. Why <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>, you stupid? <laughs> oh my god! No, uh, but he could just no. I ain't saying that. You gotta separate. I say with celebrities, like I don't get that in depth with celebrities and what they do with their personal lives because I don't know these people <laughs> and I don't push my morals and standards off on celebrities that just show me what they want to show me for their personal lives. My, they personal life don't have nothing to do with me. I look at them for their craft, which is why I don't really like influencers or like, you know, like yeah, like influencers like Ari and shit like that. Like, what do you actually provide? Now, if I like a product that you give cool but i'm not looking at what you do and what you show for social media as like uh, the bible or nothing like that so when it comes to like celebrities making mistakes and going to jail and stuff like that i could have an opinion about it but it's like i didn't really care for them for what they did in their personal life because again i don't know these people now did they make that doesn't take away from the fact that they made great music like when leonardo was that leonardo dicaprio no johnny what was that who was that that just had that trial with his ex-wife uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. I love Johnny Depp. And so many people wrote him off because that lady got up there and lied and said that she was abused. And I, Now, that was the craziest trial I have ever watched in my life. And I just felt like, but he's still a great actor. Like, am okay. I supposed to stop watching him because of what he do? I don't know him personally to really care what he does in his personal life. I, I watch the thing for what it is. It's a great movie. It was a great script. And then I just leave it at that. I don't take it no deeper. Some people worship these celebrities to where they be wanting they they morals and standards to align with yours, and it's like we don't know these people. But you know, like um, we hold on all Kelly accountable. You know what I'm saying? So who holding the parents accountable? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, yeah. hey, all Kelly ain't just going to these people housing to take these girls. You know what I'm saying? These yeah, girls. Their parents was giving them to them. Hey, hey D. At the end no. of the day, my nigga wanted a cookie. But y'all too funny. I cannot with this cookie situation. Hey, they got him working in the kitchen at the jail. No, what if he? Is, what if he's working on like the music ministry? Man, nigga, back so they got like church. Going to church. He yeah, you know they got church. What if he the church singer? Oh me! And he played an organ. You stupid. Oh, y'all know he got a gospel album. I wish, I wish. No, for real. He got a whole gospel album. Y'all ain't never heard R. Kelly's gospel album? Hell no. You for real? (laughs) No, I have not. I'm going to drop it in the group chat. It is really great. He wish he would have kept his shit in his pants. (laughs) No, seriously. It was when he was going through, like, you know, every artist goes through a redemption period where they got to start singing gospel music. Like Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He should have kept singing then. Hey. Where is that? I don't know where the album at. And was it really a gospel album or was it the Happy People You Save? It was. It was the Happy People You Save Me album. Oh, Remember you, you had you that remember, song, yeah. You Save Me. Oh, yeah, I know that one. I know that and one. And Prayer Changes. It was a two part. It was a two part album. No, it wasn't a two part album. Man. It was Happy People. And then, so Happy People is tracks one through 11. And then tr- it's another, it's like 
you remember back in in the two early two thousands where they were released like an album that had two CDs. So it's like the part one CD and the part two. Listen, in the early two thousands, I was two. Shut up, Calvin. Seriously, <laughs> this album came out in two thousand four. I was five. <laughs> oh my god. I was listening to SpongeBob back then. I was. How old was I? In two, I was almost what? I was nine. Anyway, my mama used to for really play this album, so that's the only reason why I know it. So on the other one, it's the You Save Me album, so tracks one through, it starts over. So if you're looking at it on Apple Music, it says one through 11, which is the Happy People album. And then it starts over to tracks one through 10, which is the You Save Me album. That's the gospel part. So you got like prayer changes, You Save Me, I Surrender. A leap of faith, like he was really redeeming himself on that album. He was singing to the Lord, and then in, in two thousand, then a year later, that's when he released "Trapped in the Closet." Yeah, he was trapped in the closet. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Chapters one through twelve. No, no, it's like um, it's like twenty four chapters. Um, now we got one through twelve on Apple Music. If we get um, yeah, Apple Music. You go to um, YouTube, you can get like one through twenty four. The whole story is on there. That's really that's ridiculous. But anyways, um, I would say free R. Kelly, but not really. Uh, you kind of got to sit down for the crimes that you've committed against society, and that's okay. Yeah, he just in there now, man. He's saying he tell him to hit it hard from the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin, go ahead, man. <laughs> but now, at the end of the day, man, you gotta pray for your crimes, even if it's ten years later, thirty years later, man. When you do dirt, it's gonna come back on you. Ten times. No, it is for sure. At the end of the day, and I feel and I feel sad for him and his family and those victims' family. You know what I mean. And hopefully, they get the peace that they need to be able to move on from this. I agree. But on on let's end on a good note. Uh, Tyler Perry, you know the success of his studio down in Atlanta, because you know he got it right there, smacking the hood. Mm-hmm. The property value went up. Yeah. So like that calls for the houses around them taxes to go up that man is paying the taxes for everybody that's surrounding his studio for the next five years is it everybody or is it i thought it was just senior citizens it's everybody that's around now oh. i know it says citizens but it's everybody around when you read it this right now he donated 2.75 million dollars and they're gonna every year he's gonna be uh put paying up to 75 no uh, 750 thousand dollars each year for those people. That's, that's a good man. That is. It's a really good man. guy shit. You said that's some what? That's some stand-up guy shit, bro. It really yeah. is. And that's, that's the one thing that these major companies need to take a, a note out of his book because they go into these neighborhoods and gentrify it and don't realize that the property value goes up and now the people that were already living there can no longer afford to live there. Right. So at least he brought that and it, it turned into a positive thing, and now he's like, okay, I know I kind of fucked some shit up. Let me go ahead and fix it. So, shoot, I commend him. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, that man a fucking genius. I can't wait to meet him. I'm going to speak it into the existence. That's what the, man. Man. You Tell him, you to our show, man. Hey, reach out to us, man. Hey, we get you on one day. No, For seriously. Sure. Tyler Perry is one of the, he's one of, I would say he's one of the most influential people of that I would look up to from our generation because I, my mama been watching Tyler Perry since Medea's Family Reunion, the play. Like, that was in the 90s. The, I think 99, 99 or... 90. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's like I remember watching that on a cassette tape where that was when he was first starting. That was his very first play, I think. No, his and, very first play was nineteen ninety three. Yeah, like his his story is incredible. He's incredible. just now getting to where he's at as far as being a multi millionaire, building a studio. It just shows you that he's like a billionaire he's, now. Yeah, is he a billionaire now? Yeah, he's considered he's with Oprah. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah, without, like without, he never had a Grammy. A Grammy? I'm I'm not a Grammy. I'm talking about an Oscar. He never Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, I just feel like them type of word shows is not for black folks anyway. Mm, that's why he said he made his own table. Exactly, because you if you can't sit at theirs, you might as well make your own. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I what like size table you got? What, what huh? size what now? What size table you got? What size table? Yeah, because his. I want a table as big as the Last Supper table. Oh, I got one to know. I want all my people to sit at that table. I got a story about uh, D table. I gotta tell you when we get off the phone. About his table? <laughs> yes. He you got know what, man? Table. On that note, Joe. Hey, man. He, hey, man. If we talk about the crime that's going on. Going <laughs> on. Give us the topic, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know uh, D sent me a, a post the other day, and it was about a shooting out in Michigan. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but. Anytime it's a, it's a loss of life, especially senselessly, um, I mean, e- even if it's out of, you know, necessity, necessity for a loss of life, it's tragic. And it does seem like um, nowadays shootings, uh, stabbings, whatever, people, and, and I just learned, like, recently, people over in England throwing acid on each other at higher and higher and higher rates, so... It's kind of scary to, to really be out in the world. I seen a video yesterday. Uh, I don't know how how long ago it was, but a video yesterday. This lady just she was in Florida. She stopped at a traffic stop, pulled out a gun, and was aiming it towards a dude. You know, I don't know the backstory. I don't know what happened, but I mean, it's it's traffic, bro. It's That's it's true. traffic. You know what I'm saying? It ain't never really that necessary. Be trying in traffic, dog. I hear you, but I mean, do somebody got to die? I feel I, I feel you on that. I feel you, but it's just like, man, I was talking to Calvin today when um when I was riding, and motherfucker, hey, clearly a stop sign right there. It, it's a stop sign, and this mother man from the Brandon stop sign almost hit my car, man. This, my car, I almost been in an accident three times this um this month. Have y'all seen that movie Unhinged? No. Oh yeah, with the road rage dude. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very crazy, crazy movie, and that's what it reminds that after I watched that movie, I no longer had road rage because you never know who you might have road rage with, and then they go that like they could be having a really crappy day like that guy, and then now he didn't turn your whole life upside down. Yeah, he did some crazy shit. He did some crazy stuff, but the world is very. I don't know. If y'all have this perspective, but my perspective is, is that I don't think the world is getting crazier. I think our access to know that the world is crazy has gotten bigger because there was the, the only things we used to hear about was really, really crazy stuff that made the news. Now we hear about every single little bitty shooting that happened around the corner that killed one person. We hear about all the domestic violence that happened, kids getting taken out of homes, all of these things. Because the news travels so fast, now you can get news at the at your fingertips in one second from it happening. For real, but I think it, even in our own communities, 
it's becoming more and more frequent now. I was um I was at the gas station yesterday, truck stopped and one of my cousins work at and um you know my other cousin was that her brother. And I, I be trying to tell him, you know what I'm saying, tighten up, don't be out in the streets and shit like this, that and the third. And um I think it was a young man and Jada was telling me too, it was a young man that got killed in front of a church. He was thirteen years old. Dang, um, and I, I don't I, I hear you, Kenyatta, when you talk about access of information, how it is more readily available. But truly, I believe that these events are happening more frequently because all we hear about is the events that are reported. And I know there's probably at least two to three times of the same type of events that aren't reported. Yeah, it's a lot, man. I don't know a couple police officers, man. It's a lot. There's a lot of stuff happening in your city that you just don't know about. It's things that don't make the news. You know, um, the media just ain't got behind it. And I think it's because I think it also just has hand in hand to do with what I said as well. It connects with the availability of people knowing what's going on in the world. When people think that some, so y'all got to think like people have psychopathic personalities. Now, most of the time it's just in their head and they don't really know what to do with it until they see somebody else doing it. Like, oh, I could get away with that. For example, mass shootings and stuff. You've seen people like have those ideas but they don't act on it because they've never seen it before they don't know how to carry it out but when you see so many people doing it you get the idea like okay yeah i could grab this gun i could go down to this grocery store and just start shooting people i'm just gonna go to jail they're just gonna put me in handcuffs they just this is just gonna happen i'm gonna be on tv i'm gonna be plastered everywhere i'm gonna get the attention that i want and that's the part that scares me the most because we glorify or we give vindication to all of these mass shootings and we make them a big deal and that's exactly what these killers want we've seen the documentaries about how people when they when we have those conversations with them after they've been convicted and sitting in jail they've done interviews and they say that they wanted to feel vindicated they wanted to feel important they wanted to be on the news they want to do all these things and that's exactly what the news does so it's like a, a tenfold thing there's so many contributing factors that I feel like it's going to continue to happen now because now it's so broadcasted. Now it's so acceptable. It's like every day you're going you're gonna to see that somebody got shot. Every day you're going to see that somebody... Remember at that at that point when they was running in churches and shooting people, it was like a mass shooting like every month somewhere. And I mean, mass shootings are considered like a, a shooting at in a large space with like, I think it has to be 10 plus people in it. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be like a mass shooting of like 100 people or like in a crowd of 100 people or nothing like that. And if you look up the statistics, shootings like that happen way more often. It's just not vindicated. Yeah. Until it's something, wow, like a man ran in the church and killed 12 black people. Like, yeah, that's pretty insane. Why would you run in the church and do that? Or the Buffalo killer, he just got sentenced to life in prison for running in a, a supermarket not running, he drove like two hours to a supermarket in a black neighborhood and just shot all these people on a live stream. It's crazy. But y'all know what's, what's no, y'all know what, y'all know what's really surprising though? You know, we used to uh, uh, hear stuff like this, shootings and stuff, and the first thing you thought, oh, it, it was a white person, man. What really shocking me now, man, a lot of black people are doing this stupid stuff too. Black they people been go, doing it. I'm saying they've probably been doing it, but they... They weren't doing it like um, like like um, uh, Caucasian people. Mm-mm. Well, it's an agenda though. I feel like because now what's happening is that instead they want to focus on black folks killing black folks for no reason and resorting it like relating it to gun like gang violence and black on black crime in the community and all that type of stuff. And it's like, first of all, 
crime happens mm-hmm. amongst proximity. So black people usually live amongst black people. So usually if a black person is committing a crime, they're committing it to another black person. Same thing in the Asian community, white community, et cetera. Unless you live in a community that's mixed races, all that type of crap. But what I'm saying is like, you don't see black, black people usually have an agenda when they go kill somebody. I feel mm-hmm. like, like we do, if it is some gang shit, it's some gang shit. I killed you because you're not. That's why. Not that we walked into a supermarket and just released all these bullets into a bunch of white people. You just don't see it. Hey, but because I think, we have though, to have a reason. Kenyatta, at, at the same hand, um, what you were saying about like, uh, I don't know if you said conspiracy or if you said like plan. Mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of African-American people are getting violent and doing stuff out of pocket. And, and the root of the cause is the money, just like the dude who shot Nip. Um you know, I, I don't really think it's it's in a character to go out and, you know, be aggressive and be super violent and kill a whole bunch of people. I think once you start involving money, especially in today's economy where people have less money than ever before and the money is worth less than ever before, um, people are getting desperate, bro. People are getting extremely desperate to make a way, to find a way to to you know try to provide for their families if they got a family or whatever the case may be and it's it's getting more noticeable and in the same hand i think that that more people now are unhappy than ever i think that that because everybody's you know not doing well with their jobs or they don't have money or can't provide for their families i think the reality is people are, are unhappy i feel like that goes along with me saying that black folks usually have a reason. If money is the reason, that's the reason. But, I mean, I guess you could say that, like, the people that have been committing mass murders had a reason as well. But then also, I feel like there's never any closure about the reason because you have those killers that, well, like Dylan Roof, he didn't kill himself after he killed all those black people in that church. This Buffalo killer, he didn't kill himself after he killed all those people in the city. But they still have not said why they did such acts of violence. So it's like, what was you? What were you thinking? Were you just like, well, I don't like black people, so I'm gonna go here where all these black people are congregated, or where I know they are, and just shoot them? Then that the reason will be that I'm racist and I just don't like black people. So that's the reason. But the kill innocent people, I feel like that's very misguided. Now, black folks, if you go to a specific person that you know got money and you killed them, that was your reason. I killed him because I wanted his money. Or he was an op, or he owed me some money, or whatever the case. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you I don't know if that makes sense. But I'm not trying to make it be a thing. And I don't know if it's an agenda on news media or whatever. I try not to get into conspiracy theories. But I just don't like that. It's the news's job to report on certain things. But I feel like all news outlets have an agenda where they just want to keep pushing the same idea to scare people or to put people into panic and all of these things when it's like really report the real really report really spend more time reporting on the positive things that's happened in the world because when people watch that it encourages people to want to do positive things instead of just having one segment about what's going on in the community all the other segments are about violence and political uh misconstruedness in the government like all all the bad shit which make people be in bad that's why i watch the news it don't mean nothing but bad news and one segment of good news and a segment of cooking. Like, okay. What's that? A segment of cooking. <laughs> it does. Y'all know they be having on like Good Morning America, that one segment where they cook it. Somebody come and cook a weird meal or something for Thanksgiving. 
y'all should probably do that like for majority of the show and then give us the one thing that did happen bad in the community so we're aware that it happened but to to have whole news segments and hours long about negativity it's brainwashing when people watch nothing but negativity your actions end up being negative it's the same thing with, with social media feeds. If you don't start putting, like, adjusting your feed to be more positive, all huh? you're going to see is negativity. All you're going to see is sad stuff. All you're going to see kinda is, like in is things that already. feed your depression and all of that. So why would you not want to switch up what you're looking at? Yeah. You what? You That's what? all I'm saying. When I started changing my feed, when I started feeling like I was experiencing depression, I was like, yeah, it's because I'm looking at all of these things of, like, women talking about being alone and like being sad and uh just talking crap or like not really things that were really feeding positive positivity so guess what i did y'all i switched my feet up so now all i see is funny animal videos dog videos uh random like raccoon videos because they're so cute and i mean i've been so much happier hey um I want to I want to take the time out. I don't know if we talked about a black history fact today or not, but um, uh, black history fact I wanted to bring to everybody's attention. Most people don't know because most people only listen to rap music nowadays. Uh, Nat King Cole, jazz singer, pianist. Um, and uh, I think he played another interesting. I'm not uh, another instrument. I'm not sure. Can you play uh, like he, the harmonica? I don't know. Uh, I know he was a pianist and I know he was a jazz singer. So um, I learned that in um, uh, jazz history when I was in college. But he was the first African-American to host a TV show. And it was called the Nat King Cole Show. And that was in 1956. Mm, never knew that. I didn't even know they had TVs back then. Yep. Yep. You know, black history fact. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about black people hosting TV shows like... Uh, you know, Don Cheadle, uh, who else? Richard Pryor, stuff like that. But um, Nat King Cole was actually the first person to to do that. 1956, mm-hmm. it uh, debuted on NBC, the Nat King Cole show. That's okay. crazy. And was it like nationally syndicated? If it's on NBC, it's definitely got to be worldwide. But I'm saying back then because I believe that like, wasn't it still... Wait, what did you say? Nineteen what? Nineteen sixty? Nineteen fifty six. Nineteen fifties. Didn't segregation like just in? Um, man, listen, I'm not a hundred percent like proper on all my history, but I think segregation didn't end till probably like the the sixties or something like that. I think it was like sixty three. But let me. Check. Uh, that's what I wonder. Like when we got opportunities like that back then, were they still very <laughs> limited? Because you know, they didn't really want to give Blacks the opportunity to be nationally syndicated. So, yeah, you got a spot on NBC, but was it broadcasted to the whole country, or did you just so, get, like... I was a I was a year off uh, a Civil Rights Act in 1964. So, it, it, it probably slightly ended in 1963, and in 1964 they actually made, a like, a Civil Rights Act. So, in 1956, um, this was before uh, the end of segregation, when Nat King Cole had a uh I'm pretty sure it's a national show on I remember it, yeah. I remember hearing something about it. So so you know that's my black about to say D you was not born back then. No, I remember I remember hearing something about it though. Um it was um to be honest with you, I thought Brian Gummer was one of the first blacks to be on um national national TV show. So you know that's my fact I'm bringing to the team. Um so 
the the topic that me and D had uh, a couple of days ago when we shot the show was who cheats the most and who cheats better. And I'm gonna take a back seat to this one because we, mm-hmm. we got some listeners and they said, Well, what about Kenyatta and Calvin's opinion? So I, I kind of want to mm-hmm. hear some of this. And then I have a a question to pose to the whole team, and then maybe we could put it on social media later, but it's probably gonna trigger a lot of people and Kenyatta, you know, I've been going back and forth on Facebook all day. I I don't know if I got it in me to Oh. No, seriously. When I tell you that I'm exhausted with Jordan today, y'all. Trigger. Yo, I've been triggering people all day. I'm, I'm talking about... He ain't triggered me. I'm just trying to talk yo, to him. No, I ain't triggered Kenyatta, but I triggered the other people who probably reacted to Kenyatta's post, mainly the females, <laughs> shorties. Um, you know, That's why we can't get like, no women on the show. Well, I mean, I think that you have to separate your, your feelings from, you know, things that are need to be talked about i I put it to you like that because there are a lot of things that need to be addressed but you know nobody wants to talk about them for the the sake of nobody wants their feelings hurt and shit like that but um like like one young lady said and i'm I'm not gonna you know say her name or nothing like that but one young lady was talking about um you know i feel like dudes are superior to women and that that's not what i was going for when i had that conversation well my opinion um I heard, I mean, I heard through the great man. No, I listened to the show, but uh, <laughs> did y'all think that women cheat better? Is that true? Y'all think women cheat better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. I, I, I do feel like um, women cheat better. Um, without exposing myself, I mean, I'll, I'll be 100% transparent. The show's about transparency, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty transparent about a lot of experiences that I've had. Um, women do cheat better uh, until you get caught. Now, when you get caught, it's not a fun experience. I've been there, done that. It's not good. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it, but I will say that we're pretty good at hiding it. So we're, because we're, because we're more emotionally inclined, so we are able to put emotion in multiple different areas, which is very scary because we have to do it anyway. So we have to do it with our kids. We got to do it with our spouse. We got to do it with our families. We got to be emotionally available for all those people. So it's not hard to do it with multiple men. So, for example, uh, you could keep your significant other happy and they will never notice the difference. Now, when you start slipping and sliding and your man is very, very uh, intuitive and knows you and figure out when you switching up that's when you kind of fucked up a little bit and you got to stop doing what you're doing because he knows but most men don't most i would say most men do not now if you get away with it for too long it's because you with somebody that genuinely do not care or do not notice your switch up hey but i got a question for you and kevin um kiana so Mm -hmm. if do y'all feel like um it's a problem like, hold on, no, for you, Kia. So, mm-hmm. you, um, is it a problem if you forgive your man? Uh, do you expect your man to forgive you if you stepped out and cheated? Um, no. Mm-mm. Okay. So, no. me and Jordan, Jordan, if y'all didn't listen to the show, me and Jordan did have another argument. So, they said, "Hey, look, you and this um person was together, mm-hmm. and y'all been together like twenty years now. But when y'all first got together." Shorty stepped out. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Jordan say after if she find out twenty years later, he said he out. Do you think he should leave? Well, I feel like um, Jordan already always separates it per gender because he feels like women shouldn't leave, but he feel like men should. And I feel like it's depending on the person. 
if you feel like that's your deal breaker then leave as a man if you feel like that's your deal breaker then leave her as a woman if you feel like that's your deal breaker then leave i don't understand why it has to be per gender why well, is it okay for one person to leave it's but it's not okay years for later. you find out 20 years later that hey look I stepped out on Yeah, you. no, if the, that shows me that you are able to keep up alive for 20 years, hell no, I'm really out for real, because if I find out 20 years later, why the fuck you couldn't say that before? D. Okay, okay got, go ahead. You know me, I just got one question. Yeah. Did you suck that nigga dick? <laughs> Are you stupid, That's the only question I gotta ask. Hey, you it know depends what? on that. I, I got a question. Um, too, and, and it's, it's kind of it's kind of a part of the same thing, but kind of not at the same time. And you know, actually, I'm gonna put that on the back burner. Um, but you know what? Realistically, when when I answer that, Kiata, I don't know if you and Calvin had a chance to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Break into your house in 2023, <laughs> and it's 2050, and you find out who did it, you're gonna let it slide. That's the thing. It depends, it depends on it. Dep- it really just depends. It's part of the person. The person could be like, okay, well, we didn't been through a lot of shit in that twenty years. I really don't give a damn what you did twenty years ago. Other people may feel like that's still a betrayal because you kept up a lie for twenty years. What else could you possibly lie to me about? That's a really long lie. I hear you. That's I, where it I, comes I, from with me. It's not even the the act anymore. It's the fact that you lied. To me, for that no, long, no, he didn't lie to you. He, did, he omitted information. Omitment is still a lie. And so if he tell you the truth, you are gonna stick around? If he told me the truth off rip, yeah, it depends. I will never say that I never stuck around for cheating. Y'all already know I be completely. Man, bro, you know what? I'm not even finna bring up the whole Facebook conversation. We no, had. we haven't. I'm saying before where I'm at in my life now, I have no room for it because it's just a very messy situation. But in my younger days, my earlier 20s and like as a teenager, yeah, like I got cheated on a couple times and I stuck around because I felt like we were young and dumb. I need to give them an opportunity to figure it out and learn themselves or whatever. So, yeah, I forgave and, and went back or whatever the case may be. Um, but still, in those, that matter of the time, I was very immature as well and did not know myself to know that, A, that hurt me really bad. B, it made me very insecure with myself. And C it caused a lot of like trauma and made me not trust men moving forward. So if I knew then what I know now, I would not have accepted it because of all the things that it caused me to think and feel about myself. Because you say, like people say like, oh, it's not, it's not against you. I did that because that's what made me feel good. But as women, we do not think about that. You guys are saying that, but it's like, if you think that that's on you but that still don't change the way that your action made me feel i'm on the receiving end of it not you so so let me let me put it to you like this um if we genuinely have problems with you as a woman and we cheated then why wouldn't we just leave because you should that's a grand question why don't you why don't you just leave but what, what what i'm saying to you is if I do want to be with you this, that, and the third, and he step out on you just, you know, for the, the sexual experience, but he really want to be with you then. No, uh, you don't really want to be with me. You want to be with other people. So go be with other people. Oh, okay. All right. You know, it's, it's very simple. If you want to be, if you want to sexually explore the people, just continue to date. When you agree to be in a monogamous relationship, you agree to be with one other person by definition. If you want to practice polygamy, then you agree to be in a committed relationship with multiple people. 
If you just want yeah. to date around or sleep around, stay single and date. That's what that stage is for. For I you to sexually explore and do all of that. Well, th- that's not exactly what that's for. If you're talking like, you know, traditionally people should be waiting until they get married to have sex according to like. But you nothing know. about what you're saying is traditional whatsoever because traditional marriage that. does not include polygamy. I get, I get, no, 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 no. Like, like, I'm just bringing it, you know, back to like, if we talking traditional, dudes shouldn't even be busting cheeks unless Shorty got like a marriage. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. But what I'm saying to you is, um, and what I said earlier on Facebook, and I'm, I'm pretty sure people still triggered about it. Um, dudes don't want like polygamy is the the art of being in a relationship with more than one person, but dudes don't even really want that i don't believe i think they want a relationship with one person and they want to have the uh freedom and or ability to go and experience other uh women sexually and 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 that's it but that's not but polygamy doesn't always mean you're in a committed relationship with multiple people either i was just going by what you said I, i don't really yeah, no, polygamy doesn't mean like polygamy is. I feel like it has multiple definitions depending on who you're speaking to. Oh, no, but there's I'm some people that like. practice polygamy in the sense that they're with somebody, but they bring other people into their relationships. Like this is our girlfriend, or we got two girlfriends, or we just bring somebody in the bedroom occasionally, or whatever. It used to be called like being a swinger, but now the definition for it or the word for it is polygamy. So I just feel like if that's the type of relationship that you want, you need to have the relationship that fits you. But to force someone who thinks that they're in a monogamous relationship to deal with you not being monogamous is contradicting. It's it's contradicting by definition. So you need to find a relationship read, that works for you and what you need. Polygamy is the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time. I don't I don't think that dudes want more than one wife. And I think that's the part where it, it kind of gets blurred because of, I, I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And you know what I'm saying? I always be open to different people's opinions and shit. But th- it's just my my experience being a man and my experience of talking to other men. Uh, I don't think dudes want multiple wives. I think that the dudes want one shorty one wife, one girlfriend, one uh, significant other, but want to have the freedom to explore other women sexually. And and what Kenyatta said to me earlier, she was like, well, that may not be, you know, your whole life. You know, you may change down the line or something. And, and I, I agree with part of that. You're right. That, that may not be a man's whole life. It may not, 100%. But I think in the early stages, um, if a dude says that most women wouldn't agree to it, thinking, you know, like, he gonna do this shit forever. He might, but he might grow out of it, like you said earlier, Kiata, so... But I feel like men should probably not commit until you grow out of it, because it's not fair to the woman that you're with. But, I mean, think about it like this, though. If if you're dealing with a man and he don't grow out of it till his 30s or to his his 40s, he's still not gonna want the shorties his age. He gonna want younger shorties. But that's on you, though, because, again, men have to start what what if it's starting to feel like is that men are escaping accountability and responsibility because what you said was is that men just want one responsibility and then they want to do what they want to do in the other aspects which is sleep around with other women explore other women sexually because there's no responsibility there instead of having the responsibility of multiple wives or whatever because you don't want that responsibility you only want it once 
You don't want to have responsibility to nobody else. And y'all barely want the responsibility of one. And it's like, as a man, your responsibility is to have self-control. As women, we look at men to have self-control. And the one thing that men lack self-control in is sexual desire. It is not attractive for men to not have self-control in that department. You have never seen a woman sit there and talk about how much a man can grab bitches. We never talk about that, ever. It's not something we we hold up to a high accountability. Like, no, it doesn't look attractive. Don't so we just don't that, talk about it. I don't think that... Um... I don't think that men pretend. This is why I said on the phone with you earlier, Kiana and D and Calvin. Hit, hit me out. Like, let me let me figure out what you think. I don't think that men really care what women think about us in the sexual department, bro. I, I don't. I don't think a la la land. Y'all should care. Y'all really should. <laughs> women are sitting here telling y'all like y'all are. This is. I was literally just having this conversation with somebody else, and I said women could sit here and tell men y'all are used up. Y'all are passed around. Y'all give out dick like candy. Y'all are easy. And men will still live in y'all own ego and in y'all head and think that y'all the prize. When it's like, we literally are sitting here talking bad about y'all and y'all still be like, but I'm the prize. And but this. And but that. It's like, no, we're, we're sitting here talking bad about you because on the other end, when men sit and talk bad about women being promiscuous, it, it degrades our value. It makes women feel bad. And it's a bad connotation and all this other stuff. And But men still be like, but I'm still that nigga. It's like, no. According to us, you're not. According to us, we're saying you're used up. According to us, we're saying you're passed around. According to us, we're saying you're bad at sex. And y'all just don't care. Y'all bypass it and still live in la-la land. Because the reality of it is, I think that we can still get a shorty, even. But that's the thing. (laughs) Because we don't tell y'all enough. And I am totally, totally on board with telling niggas that y'all are used up. Because it is. Regardless regardless of what you say, though, I I think at the end of the day, the the reality is. We're living in La La Land again. Well, no, what I'm saying (laughs) is just regardless of what you say, even if, you know, a woman feels this kind of way, even if she says these things, I don't think that that's going to hinder a dude from getting into a serious relationship but on the other side of the spectrum that when you have I don't think it I don't think it hinder a woman from getting in another relationship though Joy. It don't because if a man if if a man really want to be with a woman um says she did the same thing a man did. Hey look in her young years she played around she did what she had to do but when she got older she wanted to settle down I think she's a woman don't have a problem getting a man. I think a man would have more problems getting a woman. In any part of life, you think so? I I definitely know so. We just don't talk about it, and that's why I be saying is like men, y'all talk about women so openly and what y'all like and what y'all don't like and all of these different things. And us women, we just talk about the frilly stuff about men. We don't really dig deep or like try to tear y'all down as far as like sexuality, not sexuality, but like your sexual being and like things like that because we don't feel the need to. And we don't like to hurt men's egos. If there's some men, there's some women out there that really will tear a man down, like for sure. But the majority of women, we just don't feel it's necessary to do so. But do we have those conversations behind closed doors off the internet? Yeah, when we sit and drinking our wine, we are definitely talking about 
Yo, yeah, like <laughs> little shrimp shrimp, or like, yeah, he yeah, he came over here and tried to do whatever the fuck it was, and then she did not hit on nothing. He doing all that barking and shit, ain't did shit. Ain't did nothing. <laughs> and y'all would never know because we're not gonna crush your egos because again, we love men and we we want y'all to feel empowered because we want you to be that alpha male. So we're gonna continue to feed your ego, but y'all egos be so big that it's like, okay. We didn't build the ego up too much. We can possibly be like, all right, uh, can I correct you for a second? Me and Jordan was talking about women correcting men in the bedroom. And I said it should be more, it should be more frequent. Like a lot of men don't really know what they're doing. And Jordan was like, more more women want men with more experience. But I was like, your experience doesn't mean anything if it's not satisfying me. But that's what he said last week on the show, too. And um, and since you hear Kiana, you can answer. He was like, Well. A woman don't want a um, and we kind of agree. So Jordan, I'm trying not trying to. No, 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 no. But, I got um, a question when we done with all. But she, she was like, um, it was like a a woman don't want to train a man. You know, she he feel like he feel like a man should be already ready. No, we want to train you, and you want to know why? I was having this conversation with Jordan. We want to be able to be comfortable enough to say, hey, um, that doesn't really work for me. Can you try? this something different but most men be so egotistical that we want we don't want to hurt your feelings or we don't want you to feel emasculated because we corrected you in the bedroom because that's where men feel the most dominant so most women just be okay with lousy sex so it just continues to be lousy and continues to be lousy and that's why women go cheat with better penis and like stuff like that when you really could fix the issue by correcting it like in a positive way like no, I got two questions. I kind of can't explain. Women have to do the same thing, and I'll be a hundred percent transparent. One part of sex I wasn't really that good at, and it made me feel self conscious that I didn't want to do that part. So I had to ask, like, "Hey, how can I do that better?" And he was kind of shocked, like, "You really want to know?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I don't know how to do that. So can you give me some tips? Help me out. And he hey. did, and that made me feel that gave me us more trust in the bedroom. And it made me open to telling him, like, hey, I don't really like when you do that. Can you do this instead? It just made the sex a whole lot better. So I just feel like people have to be okay with opening their mouth when stuff does not soothe them in the bedroom. You well, have Kevin, to. How, you, how you feel about that, Kevin, before you go, Joe? Kevin? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just listening. So how you feel about that, opening your mouth? I'm so- <laughs> that We're going to get kicked off the air. <laughs> I'm not even gonna entertain her. (laughs) I'm not even gonna entertain her. No, I'm gonna talk. Go ahead, man. No, I'm cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cause I'm gonna say something. I fuck up. What's your take? What's your take? What's your take? What's your take? I don't want to get canceled. Go ahead. No, you still gotta give your take in a positive manner. (laughs) He just fucked me up with that one. I'm gonna get his ass. (laughs) <laughs> but now on a serious note like man we do got a big ego at the end of the day but you, do you think we sit around and try to hurt women like that's not that's not what we try to do um what do you mean hurt women like what in regards like, to in regards to like telling them what they not good at cause there's a lot of men that just sacrifice no, they sacrifice you a lot. They're not good at. You just say, "Hey, is there like can we have a conversation?" It's a way that you have the conversation. You don't be like, "Girl, you suck at sucking dick." Like you're terrible. Your head is trash. You don't say it like that, but you could just say, "Like, hey, 
I, th- I would enjoy it if you did it this way. And I feel like women that really want to please you are open to constructive criticism because if I don't know, I'm going to keep doing it the wrong way and you're never going to be pleased. So why would you want to keep wasting your time? And then that's what Jordan said leads to cheating is that when men be unsatisfied sexually. So it's like, but if you don't open your mouth and tell your woman where you're unsatisfied, how can she fix it? Right. Can I ask? Uh, well, now I got three questions now. Go ahead, boss. So I'm trying this new thing where I take notes when you guys talk because you know <laughs> and I, I don't get a word in and I don't want to be rude and start cutting people off. Um, so my first question was uh Kiana, when you said and D also this is for you as well. Um, you said that um you said that it it's easier for a woman who's had a, a lot of past sexual experience to find a um to find a man and to me, I don't I don't believe that's true um, at all, just based on the metrics of how dudes move. Um, and then the, the second part to that is, if that were the case, outside of the fact that, you know, after a woman does what she want to do and she want to settle down, uh, when you're talking about dating marketplaces, when you're talking about eHarmony, Match.com, Tinder, um, hell, even Instagram, because Instagram is really like a dating app. Uh, there are more women that want to do but can't get a dude on these platforms than they are like men trolling for serious relationships with women. They can't get the Where dude. Where you get that they, statistic they, from? They I mean, can, they can get a dude, Jordan. Oh, hold on, hold they, on. They, can't get, they probably can't get the dude that they want, but they can get a dude. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to know where he got that statistic from. No, I'm, it's it's not a statistic. It's just looking at the numbers of of who uses those dating apps more? That's a t- statistic. So that's why I asked where'd you get that from? Oh, I mean, it's probably a Googleable fact. I could Google it for you if you like. Oh, no, I thought because you, you always come with statistics. So I thought that you got no, okay, no, no, never no, mind. I didn't. No, I didn't. I, okay, no, no worries. I, I, I thought that was a statistic. No, I get it. I feel like uh, as far as the sex thing, like, oh, women that uh, have had more sexual experiences trying to settle down, not likely. Eh, you'll never know. So it's like, the odds of you knowing if she's really that sexually experienced, she's going to lie anyway. I'm just going to keep it a buck. You're never going to know how many sex partners a woman or a man actually has. So I don't know why people still ask that question or not. You will know if somebody's experienced when you I have mean, sex with Regardless, them. let me just stop you there. Regardless of just asking the question, I'm, I'm saying if, it, if it's known. I mean, if it's not known, then there's nothing you can do about that. But How but is if- it going to be known? I'm, I'm not saying how I'm not saying whatever the case may be. I mean, you could have a video of shorty from high school and she got, you know, dogged out by the basketball team or whatever the case may be. But, but before you, you go ahead, can y'all D, I want to, I want you to answer the same question since you got an opinion and Calvin, you as well, if you feel the same way, because I truly believe that it is more difficult for a woman to find a man, even a man that she don't want, even any kind of man, let alone a man that she does want once she gets older in age. We're not revisiting that damn topic again for the no. 50,000 times. But I'm, but I'm no, just saying, like, he, he asked for opinion. He asked for the opinion. Yeah, but because this is this is what y'all said. This we is what I believe. We've topic so many times. All right, so so we can avoid it. I could go on to my next question since you don't feel comfortable. You, you want my opinion? Yeah, go ahead. No, because I just feel like people, it don't really even matter. Like people, it don't matter what age because people could say that older men they have a hard time getting women that actually like them because at that point when you're old, we're not married. We're not getting with you for the dick no more. We get with you because you're financially stable. That's really it. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead, D. I, I, 
I just feel like this, man. I feel like a woman can actually get any dude that she really want. I'm saying they got the prize, bro. I'm saying unless you um what what exactly is said prize? Um it's that box. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> It comes standard on all shorties, so I don't even know how that's but I'm, right. I'm, but, but, but you, but I'm, but I'm saying you saying that hey, she can't get nobody else. It's some man out there gonna gonna hit. I'm, I'm just be honest with you, bro. But that's gonna. But be, it, it, but it's some guy. Hey, it's some guys can be in a situation where they can't get nothing unless they going out there taking taking it. You know what I'm but, saying? But we not. But we not talking about. Um, we're not talking about sexual attention. Women can get sexual attention anytime they want. Hundred percent. I, I completely agree with you. I'm talking about like actual relationship potential. Like it's it's a lot of shorties out there that really really want to do, don't know how to get a dude, can't get a dude because but, you know the the reality of it is, you know, they, they don't. Wait, wait, not... wait, wait. Go ahead. Pause Go ahead. for a second because what I would like to say is that just because you see single women that are actively looking does not mean they don't have prospects. It's just probably not the specific prospects that they want as far as like looks, et cetera. And that's speaking from a woman's perspective. We always have options. Always Yeah, I mean, sexual options. options, 100%. No, 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 not sexual options. There are always options. I could find the man that don't, never even ask me for sex, is financially stable, actually wants to be with me. He mm-hmm. just probably don't mark off everything on my list or even is attractive enough. But if I was just that eager to be settled down and in a relationship, I know I could go be with that guy. It does not take a lot. So for that reason alone, it's not hard for women to find men. It's the problem of men that are actually attractive, men that actually are financially stable, and men that can actually provide. But if I wanted to just be with somebody and just settle, it's not that difficult. The pick of the crop is there. It's always a man actively looking for a woman. So why don't don't women settle? Because women don't like to settle. Women okay. want the man that's as attractive. We had that conversation already. Men that well, are attractive, they have pl- a plethora of women okay. chasing after them because the amount of men that are attractive versus the amount of women that are attractive, the the ratio does not add up. So okay. most women go after the same kind of men. And they be the same look over there with, Yeah, when you go look over there with the men that ain't got bitches galore, it ain't that hard to settle down and find them. Okay, so now... And and I'm I'm about to go into my next question. So that women, what you're saying is women would much rather be single and not settle, correct? I feel like m- when women get to the point that they want to be settled, they go be settled. When women just want to be single and are okay with being single, they be single. Okay, so what you're saying is that women don't want to settle, so they rather be single. That that's understood. a lot of women, yeah. Until they get to the point where they're like, okay, I'm over the single life. I'm ready to be settled, and then they actively date. They figure out who they rather settle with, and they go settle. Gotcha. I feel like everybody settles, especially when we're looking for tens out of tens. You're never gonna get a ten out of ten. You might get an eight, and you gotta be okay with the eight. I said I said this on Facebook earlier, Kiana, but you know we'll touch on that later. Um, so th- another thing that uh, I think you said was if if a man can learn how to please one woman, um, why wouldn't he want to learn how to please you know multiple women or learn how to please that same woman multiple different ways? And, and I take it back to a survey done, and and this was on Instagram, so it could be factual, it could be wrong, but I mean, I, I believe it's some validity to it um, that women do actually prefer more sexually experienced dudes uh, versus uh, less sexually experienced dudes. I still find that to be not correct. Okay, coming right. from 
coming from women like women that actually actively talk to each other like i said you could have had sex with 10 different women and all 10 of those women wanted something different so you learned 10 different tricks and once you got to that 11th woman and you tried all 10 of those tricks and none of them worked now you got to learn a new one now i know 11 tricks yeah but those 10 tricks didn't work on me so it doesn't matter like i don't care about your experience because it doesn't work in my favor is what i'm saying so for me i can't speak for all women because some women do prefer like men that'll put them in pretzels and shit like that so you you probably do need to be pretty experienced to do such (laughs) things but like if i don't want to be putting a fucking pretzel that's probably not going to work for me so i don't you feel me so it's just really like do, do your experience really matter when it comes to me or like can I tell you like that I don't like that and you're okay with that because yeah. I'm the type nigga that want to learn you and your body and that's what I feel like most women men should mature to like it's not only about you in the bedroom it's also about the woman that you having sex with as well when you get to that point you're still you're gonna have to learn her so you don't care about what your experience is yes experience as far as like you know you're good at missionary. You're good at dog. Those are like basics that you need to learn about sex. But as far as like those special things that she may like or whatever the case, you really need to learn that person. And that's with anybody, men or women. Because again, I use the example with Jordan. Like women think that like they give the best head in the world, but like the, you get the next guy and they don't really like the two hand twist golf, golf 3000. So now you're looking stupid <laughs> and it's live everywhere and he really didn't fucking like that or want that. So it's like your experience really didn't mean shit in that situation because he didn't even like it. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me ask uh let me ask uh Calvin or D. Um Calvin and or D, d- does it feel better being able to please a woman without her having to tell you, or does it feel better being able to please a woman with, with her having to coach you through it? Hey, um without her coaching me through it. Being, but, without, without coaching, but shit, hey. If you telling me I'm doing good, bitch, you're going to make me keep wanting to go. But so don't lie, like don't lie to me. That's don't. amazing. That, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Go ahead, D. Go ahead. I'm saying if you get it right the first time, hey, like you say, yeah, I really want to. You want to please. Any man want to please a woman without a woman asking them or telling them what to do. But like Keanu was saying on the flip side, hey, look, when you're in the bedroom, hey, we don't did it a couple of times. Hey, look, let's try this here. You know what I'm saying? Let's try it. Hey, I, I like this this way. You know what I'm saying? Because you think about it, like Jordan, you said shit. The average guy don't had 600 women. So I may not want to be, I may not, um, she might not want the same way that you gave the other 550, uh, 599. She wanted something different. You know what I'm saying? So what's the problem with that? For hey, hey, n- nothing is wrong with that. I'm, I'm just saying once you, once you pick up that skill, just that in the third, okay, is it, is it cool? To pick up, you know, skills through experience, and and basically what I'm hearing is, it's okay to pick up skills during experience, but it's not okay to pick up skills during experience because if you learn a bunch of tricks, if you learn a bunch of things, let's say you learn 499 tricks, and then boom, you get to a 500, you know, what I'm saying, and now she's like, oh, let's do it this way. So now you know 500 tricks. You know what I'm saying? I don't really believe. That there are that many different ways. I'm gonna hit you with this one right here. There is, I'm gonna hit you with this one. Hold on one second, Keanu. I'm gonna hit you with this one. Every woman ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Every woman ain't the same. So, how you did it over here, this other woman may not want it like that. You know what I'm saying? She may want something different. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got you know a question for reference, though. Hold on, Jordan. Let me ask you. Go ahead, Kyle. 
what kind of woman is you? <laughs> he got you back. He could wait. <laughs> he was waiting on that. Hey, so, so, all right, so let, let me ask this. And Kiana, don't get offended. You know what I'm saying? It's just for comparison. Wait, let uh, me, wait. I wanted to address something you said first before you move on wait. to your next question. I wasn't, I'm not trying to say that your experience does not matter. It's just not a focal point for us women because we know with age comes experience. So, yes, you do have experience. And yes, it, it matters to a, a certain extent. But it's also okay if A, you say you didn't have as many sexual experiences. I'm not going to be mad at you for that. But I also am not going to be like, okay, he's experienced and I'm just going to be okay with that, even though it's not pleasing me. So it's just not that super important to most women. Is what, so what, I'm, if, what I'm trying what to explain. It's pleasing you though. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what oh, no, it definitely could. No, I'm, I'm definitely not saying it can't. Some men do get it right the first time and you have no complaints. But also, too, I feel like the longer you have sex with somebody, and you get into a rhythm with a person, there may be something that you feel like you're missing. You should be able to vocalize that and be like, hey, uh, can you do this a little different? It feels better if you do this this way and be okay with that because maybe you didn't have that experience in your, your previous experiences. So that's the only thing I was getting at is that your experience may not matter to me because there's something that I'm missing that I need you to pick up on. Just because she got off don't mean she enjoyed it. Exactly, because it's not that hard for women to get off. Regardless, we know how to get ourselves off while y'all doing what y'all do. So. I, I don't think that piece really make a whole bunch of sense there, but we'll address it at a later time. Uh, <laughs> so th- this is this is my analogy uh, with with the whole experience. Um, everybody gets a driver's license. All cars are somewhat different. But you don't have to. Oh my know god! How to drive no, you're that. not. No, you're wait, wait, not. You gotta don't cut me off because again, th- this is this is this is realistic. This is a. <laughs> this realistic. is not realistic. Go, go ahead. Let, 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 I want to hear what he's saying. Yes. Let me say this. Let me say this. Everybody gets a driver's license. Oh. All cars are different. You don't need to be extremely detailed with every vehicle to know that you got to turn a car on to drive it, that there's a gas, there's a brake, maybe there's a clutch if it's a manual. That's why I'm saying I, I don't think it's that many different variations of certain things when when you're learning and you need a plethora of experience to be successful in those fields. You know what I'm saying? Because can, can we all agree that... I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know finish. what you're saying. Let him finish. So... Can, can we all agree that, that all cars are different, okay? Yes. Can we all agree that all cars are different, right? Yeah, all yeah. cars but we, but we can also all agree that if I know how to drive a pickup truck, I probably know how to drive a Honda Civic. Can we? <laughs> all right. You got if I know how to drive a Honda wait, Civic, I probably uh, know how to drive. But wait, out. before you cut me off, just just, just hit me out. Hit, hit me out on the analogy? Example. Yeah, on, on the analogy. <laughs> So what what I'm saying is like why does why is it that okay maybe I got experience driving pickup trucks maybe I got experience driving CDLs maybe I got experience driving all these other different kind of cars so when I get to another car I probably have experience driving it I'll probably be successful the the, the chances are just high Are we Okay are we done with the analogy <laughs> Are you for real I don't want to cut you off again No no I'm done go ahead 
if we're gonna be anything, we're gonna be fucking for real. I know we're not comparing how many different models of cars are there in the world compared to how many different people are in the world. And saying that if you drove once, you drove them fucking all. Like, no. You have not. Every single person is different. Are you crazy? So, hear me out. Every single person is different. Uh -uh. Wait, I wasn't finished. I wasn't finished. Because I cannot believe you just compared fucking biology (laughs) to goddamn cars. Oh, boy. Scientifically, that don't even make sense. They gonna love this one. Do Ooh, you I hope they I hope they eat you up in them listening letters. <laughs> I don't really care. If y'all are listening, please write in how y'all feel about this analogy because my mind is blown. You should put that so, on. I have real tears coming out of my that, eyes right now because I was holding my eyes that, for so long. Do you think that men who are better at sex are more likely to be better at sex because of those experiences? No, no. No. So you saying that? So you saying a uh, tractor trailer driver is a, a better driver because he drives bigger vehicles? You no, trying to tell me if you drive a box truck, you could drive a goddamn semi with two fucking trailers on it? And I don't think that's the same. Okay, so hear me out. Let let's let's talk into a ratio of of ten. Actually, let's talk into a ratio of hundreds. All right. So let's say you're you're a dude with a bunch of sexual experience and you um you are able to please 85 women, no problem. They don't got to tell you nothing. And these other 15 women over here, well, okay, maybe you got to learn something new. Maybe you learn three new tricks and you're able to please them other 15 women along with the other 85 that you please. I, I that, That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't realistically think that it would be that difficult if you have a ton of experience going on to another person or another woman and being able to please her with said experience. What the reality of it is, is that you would never even know because out of those 15, those were the ones that were okay enough with possibly breaking your ego, which most women are not okay with doing because they Mm -hmm. want y'all to feel masculated during the sex process. So with that being said, out of those 85 that you felt like you actually pleased, you probably only pleased half of them and they just wanted you to get a nut off so you could feel masculated. Okay. Like, we're going to just oh. keep it a buck. Most, most women want to please men in the bedroom before they even please themselves, which is why I said the analogy that most women please ourselves while having sex with men. And y'all don't even realize it because most men are not focused on pleasing the woman and the woman actually getting her nut off as well. You do get those men that are trying to sexually please their women during the, the sex act as well but some men are very selfish in the bedroom and women just want you to feel good so yeah if you got your nod off you did a great job good job pat so, on the ass so but let me you let probably me didn't this. do shit like you didn't even probably know i didn't even nut i just lied and told you i did so let me ask this why keep calling said man back with the experience um for more sex because what you said earlier is women go cheat with dudes with better penis so i you clearly know this man is more experienced than this other man over here i don't know that i don't think about your experience i know you got good dick so i'm gonna call you early what what you said earlier was like okay women cheat because this man got better penis which Mm -hmm. would indicate that at some point this man probably has more experience he probably has more know-how how how to please a woman so i'm gonna go over here and be with jordan 
we don't know you think women do research on your experience we don't know until we try it and i don't act no, like no, what how i'm saying experienced is, are you so i can give that a whirl like i don't know women don't think about is, your experience. what i'm saying to you is kenyatta you gotta understand if a man is getting more sex, he's gonna get more experience. If he's getting more sex, he's probably doing something. But Jordan, women don't think about how much experience you have. We will prefer not to even think about that because that means that's meant how many more women you didn't slept with, and it's actually not okay to even think about. It makes our heads hurt. So wow. with that being said, we don't think about how much experience. I'm not thinking like when let me not say me. When women are having sex. They do not think in the back of their heads like, man, this man is very experienced. I really like this. We you we don't think about that. I think we would prefer to not think about how experienced you are and just think that you naturally know how to have sex. Like it's it's just one of those things that nobody really thinks about. Men think about women being more experienced, but some men think about it and be like, okay, she actually knows what she's doing because a lot of women don't. And other men would prefer less experienced women because they feel like they can teach them how to have better sex. Either or, I feel like does not make a difference because again, we will never know how experienced you really are. This could be you could probably be. It's a lot of men that don't even have a lot of sex with women because they're very careful with themselves or like don't want to get women pregnant, stuff like that. And because they had less experience, they still are pretty. Now you're pretty good. They're still really good at sex. So I got a follow up question. Then I have another question about that. This is pretty entertaining asking questions. Uh, I just be wanting y'all to hear a a woman's perspective because I think it's not talked about enough. Well, I think that we got to get a different shorty on the show and other shorties on the show because I I would really like to hear some 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 opinions from from different shorties because I I think that I think that they will be a little more um there'll be a little more no no a little more variance. I mean they'd be valuable too obviously because more perspective is valuable but there'd be a little more variance. Um, so. Do you think that a man could just hit it right first time, no experience? Because I don't. Could. They could. I, I, it I could. Believe, I feel like it could happen. Could I happen. believe that that's it more could. rare than not, though. I don't feel like it's more rare. I feel like you got to think back to like your first time having <laughs> sex. I'm pretty sure that bitch did not know. And I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest and transparent. Y'all know I do not care about spilling my own tea. I took to my virginity and didn't even know until years later. I would not have known that. I didn't get. I didn't have sex with this this man thinking like, "Wow, he's pretty inexperienced. He was a noob at this. He was terrible. Like very, you know, beginner stage. It was amazing." But how how rare do you think that that is? I don't feel like it's rare at all. I mean, right now you're <laughs> at the age of what? Almost thirty. I would think that you, if you are virgin at thirty, that's so, rare. So, Kayla, you had a new car. Guy. Like so you had a new car before? Who me? Yeah, you had a new car? Like, mm, kind of, sort of. I've driven a new car like a rental. Oh, she didn't get it. <laughs> Go, no. ahead. Go ahead. I feel like new cars drive smooth. I, I think that... They don't give you no is, problems. This is pretty funny. This is eye-opening. And my, my last question, and I'm going I'm to take a breather because I, I want to hear y'all opinions on this 100%. Um, shake some shit up. So when when women say what they want, it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Women want this. Let's try to get them this. Let's try to do this. Let's try to do this, blah, blah. But when dudes say what they want, it's always, hold up, this is what y'all should want from women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, no. No. Let me, let me explain yeah, I'm about to you elaborate a little bit. So, so let me explain a little bit further. 
Um, if if a if a dude says that hey, I don't want my shorty taking half naked pictures on on Instagram. I don't want to have an OnlyFans. I would like her to cook and clean. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. Blah 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 blah. I would like her not to be not out in the streets every night. Well, you know, a lot of shorties say, well, this is what you should want, and you shouldn't be insecure, and this, that, and the third. It's her body. Woman, she could do what she but, want with her body. Yeah, 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 shit like that. But when a woman say, oh, well, a dude got to have this and pay the bills and do this and be a provider and be a leader, and this, that, and the third, it's like, well, okay, I'm going to do that, but you don't want to do none of the things that I want you to do. You want when you decide you want to be in a relationship and um we lay that down and I tell you, hey, look, this is what I want. Shit, you should hey, once you sign up and say, Hey, look, I'm I'm agreeing to doing this, it shouldn't be no issue after that. You know what I'm saying? But that's why most important when you first go on a date, you tell what you want. Yeah, be up. That's something, that's something that you don't want to do. Hey, look, we in hey, nice meeting you, good meal, I'm all at you. And I, I promise that should be the that should be the number one conversation. People be going on first dates as if it's not like an interview. Your first date is literally supposed to be an interview. You're supposed to be getting to know that person. So that way you ain't wasting your time. Men, make your demands known. Women, make your demands known. That's why y'all be wasting y'all time. And five years later, y'all realize that this man is not a provider or a leader. Yeah. They're going, they going to orientate. The they going they go on orientation before they even do the damn interview. I'm saying y'all ain't even did the paperwork. Y'all so, ain't even did y'all the first interview to realize that you really don't even want that job. So follow up question. Um, and th- this is what I said on social media earlier, and it was kind of funny. Um, I said if, if you meet a dude that checks, you know, all of those boxes that you want, or hell, even nine out of ten of them, since nobody's gonna be perfect. Would you be willing to listen to, you know what I'm saying, the, the reasonable shit that that man wants? Like, you know what I'm saying, deleting your social media, you know what I'm saying? Would, 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 would a woman be willing to do that? And the response from one young lady was says, well, he got to do it too. And I'm like, well, he's doing other things that you want him to do. Why, why does he also need to do that? Because here's the thing. When it comes to, like, those types of things are minute and very... uh men use those things as controlling factors in my eyes or in women's eyes it's a controlling factor i don't believe because that why well I'm, I'm telling you from a woman's perspective how it looks now when you explain like a man's perspective then i understand because that's a man's, a man's perspective that i cannot give from a woman's perspective it's a controlling factor like a man gets you and once he gets you he don't want nobody else looking at you he don't want you posting on social media he don't want you active on social media he wants you to disappear from the face of the earth which is okay when most women don't care about social media. It's like, I'm barely on here anyway. It's not a big deal. But when the question comes as, well, would you do the same thing? It's like, well, why would I have to do that? Well, why are you expecting me to do that? So what I tell people is, is that if you would like a woman with no social media, you probably need to find a woman with no social media. You can't find a woman on social media and then be like, delete all your social media. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make any logical sense to me. So I, like I had said on the status, find the person that fits what you're looking for. If you want somebody that's okay with you dealing with other people, find a person that you that is okay with you dealing with other people. If you want a person that's not active on social media, find somebody that's not. But to force or to ask somebody to change who they are to appease you. It's because you're not going after what you want. You're trying to create the person that you want. That's going in relationship, changing people. You know what I'm saying? This is what I said um, to that earlier. 
that if if a lot of dudes don't want their shorties to be half naked on social media, don't get a half short naked shorty. But most of the shorties is out here half naked. Well, then who do the dudes? But that's because you're looking on social media when you need to be in church because most women in church ain't half naked. That's because she was half naked before you got. Away. That's what I'm saying. How you gonna get somebody that was half naked before you got them and then try to change them to not be half naked well, because I you got them? That the she, reality, didn't start, she didn't just start getting naked. Now she got okay, naked. So, so let's let's way. say this part of being, you know, part part of that word that y'all hate that I'm always saying that submissiveness factor is, you know, appeasing to what a man wants if you want to but be you can't man. beat a woman into submissiveness you have to no, find a woman that's already submissive and then she will to be her into submissiveness but jordan it's, it's like literally thing. finding a red it's like trying to find a yellow you found a yellow m&m that you want it to be red unless you paint <laughs> that bitch red it's never going to be red so why not find an actual red m&m so it would make sense let, let me pose this scenario to you. This, this let's say Shorty's looking for a dude, and you know what I'm saying? Shorty got OnlyFans half naked on the internet. This at the oh, I want a man this kind of thing. Man comes along, hey, you know what I'm saying? You you everything that that you know he won't, I mean that she won't, he's everything, blah blah. And he said, Well, listen, if you're gonna be with me, you're gonna have to stop this stupid shit, you're gonna have to stop this social media shit, this that and the third, blah blah. And then the woman say, Oh, well. No, I'm not doing that. I'm, okay. okay. Hey, you know, hey, new relationship. Hey, new what, relationship. What like, move on as a man. Move on. No, no, no. Okay, so so the man moves on, but let's say, the, you know what I'm saying, the, the woman still searching for a dude, still searching for a dude, still searching for a dude, and she never finds a dude that's okay with what she's doing. Then what? what, what but not? guess what? Eventually, when women figure out, like, hey, I got to figure out, like, what part of my personality is not allowing me to have committed relationships. Then that's when the person ends up changing on their own accord, not because somebody that's told them to. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody grows out of shit. Like when when you're like a young rowdy ass teenager and you become a woman, it's different. Like you you don't do the same things you used to do before. So as you mature and you realize the type of man that you're trying to go for, you probably stop doing certain things. But if you're okay with that. And that's the life that you want to live. Then either a you're going to find a person that's okay with the way that you live, or b you're going to be okay with being single. There's no in between. But if you want to find somebody, and you're realizing that what you're doing is not working for you in that journey, then you're going to change it. I and and all you is is just proving my point. That's why a lot of choices. Right, but you are saying that you are telling her to change it. Somebody has to want to change on their own without being told. Is what I'm saying. It's the same thing with men. I can't tell a man to be monogamous and not cheat. You have to actually want to be monogamous and not cheat. I could say this shit until I'm blue in the face. Until you as a person decide that you want to stop doing that, you're not going to stop doing it. It's about you, not me. So, so hear me out then. If, it, if it's just too late at that point. So you know what I'm saying? Because once the OnlyFans shit, once the internet shit is out there, it's too late at that point. Once you realize it's too late, I mean, do you just like you you deal with it? When right? it's too late, Jordan. What you mean when it's I, bro? Once the first butt naked picture on social media pop up, it's too late. You that's can't. for you. That's for you. Because again, we talking about we talking about men. So if you say you you got with somebody and they had a past, if they had a past and they're no longer doing that, I feel like that's up to you to either accept the past. Or you'd be like, no, nah, I just don't like that you did that before. I'm, I'm going to have to pass on you. And that's to your discretion. 
that's the the risk that people take but everybody take a risk just like you people were habitual cheaters i'm probably not gonna hold you accountable because that was your past you did that in the past you realized that was wrong and you stopped it, it's about growing hey, and continuing to evolve but yeah. you can't hold people accountable for their past yeah what take a breather for a second hey calvin shorty yeah. got shorty got naked pictures all over the internet man what, what, what you doing uh, it's a wrap. <laughs> but my thing is, did she have naked pictures when you married? Does it matter? What so why, no, why you want to take a breather? Let me, talk to the let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me talk to me real quick. Go ahead, Kyle. If I see naked pictures on the internet, I just want to smash. I don't want to wife you. So I'm not even going to put myself in a predicament to even try to wife you. You took yourself out of the wife. You took yourself out of the wifey pool once you put your titties on Facebook. Now my cousin just saw your titties and my brother and my sister. So now everybody know what your titties look like. Now they know your nipple is more to the left than it is to the right. I'm cool. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That was your preference. So you automatically not trying to wife somebody like that. That's not in your preference. So what I'm saying is, it's like, obviously, he not going to go for the chick that got an OnlyFans. So why is that even a conversation? Hey, if but, you as a guy don't even like that, why are you going for a female that even has anything close to that? Hey, Kenyatta, take a breather for a second. Hear me out. Um, D, give, give me your take on it. I, I'm, I'm about like with Kevin on that, man. My thing is, I saw you already doing this here. It, it ain't nothing. But now, if you, me and you in a relationship, and then you all of a sudden, now you want to post naked pictures, it's a done deal. I'm out. All right. So, so the the thing is that, and, and Kiata, you said women lie to dudes all the time about their sexual experiences, and me a lot to women all the time. Kind of on the other hand, about what they'll tolerate out of a relationship just to get the cheeks. You know what I'm saying? But I personally believe that more men than not would not be okay with uh, their significant other or a potential significant other. Not and just take the OnlyFans shit out the window, but just just being super promiscuous, being in lingerie, being naked, you know what I'm saying, being even half naked on social media. So at that point, if you if you if you can make that conclusion, which I I, I could safely say I can, if you can make that conclusion, then what do the shorties who are doing these things, which are probably most of the shorties who are doing these things, what do they do? Where do the what I'm saying is is that. This is the most pointless conversation because if you don't want a shorty that do that, you're not even looking for a shorty that does that. It makes no sense. It's not your preference. So you wouldn't go for that person. There's somebody for... What? I think that you're missing the point here. And my point here to you is that that more women now... I didn't even get to finish my point for you to say what my point is. Let her finish you I already know what she's gonna say, so it's not necessary. Because how you know what I'm gonna say? Dang. Because you said gonna, no, go ahead. Before, if, if that's not what you're looking for, then don't. We have the same conversations, and it really be again because I'm the only woman on the podcast. It really be I told you I'm not listening to a woman's perspective. So with that being said. I'm like done giving my perspective on this specific topic because you really be having this specific mindset about the value of women and their sexuality and all of these different things when it's like, listen, there's bottle girls that have husbands that do anything for them because they don't care about that type of shit. Or it's women that are strippers that have husbands that don't care about that type of shit. You be so zoned in on 
what women are being left in the dirt. How many they, women do you think let me finish. If you're not gonna let me finish, I'm gonna exit the podcast. Go ahead. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, is that you be so focused on women not getting chosen and for these specific things when that's not reality. The world is very big. Your perspective is very small. So with that being said, I'm tired of having these conversations. It's like I be having to cape for women all the time because y'all, you fail to realize a woman's perspective or don't validate a woman's perspective. But I have to sit here and listen to three men. Most of the time, Calvin and DB have my back. But Jordan, you be really pushing this misogynistic and narcissistic male view. That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's for real. You know, I be telling you this off record. So I mean, because you you really do not be trying to listen to me at all. You combat everything that I say when I'm the woman in the situation. And I'm telling you from a woman's perspective, this is what we think, and this is how it is from a woman's perspective. And you still will downplay it and talk about it or do all of these different things when it's like, okay, you invalidate what women are saying because you feel like what men are saying is the Bible or how men feel is the Bible, or what men want is the Bible. And it's like, yo, we experience men all the time. This is what men are okay with. This is what men go for. This is what men wipe up. This is what men date. Not all men are dating these very classy and very to the the T-ass women. It's not realistic. That don't always happen. And that's not the only thing that men want. You're looking at a very small perspective of men that are like you instead of thinking about all kinds of men all over the world. Great. Oh, hey. no, guys. I got one more question. <laughs> I got one more question. We, we could close out, man. So we definitely got to get some other shorties' perspectives on the show, number one. Um, but number two, I think that we should poll more because uh, I, I don't think that we realistically uh, assess the whole the whole feminine, the whole masculine uh, network of people. Because I, I don't really believe that more strippers have what husbands than not. No, Jordan, no. the the freaking post that me and you was just commenting on. Mm-hmm. Did you read the other men's comments? And then you still came to the realization that you still came to your own conclusion, even though there were other men on there saying, no, all men do not cheat and all men should not cheat. And you still came to your own conclusion and still think that it's Bible that all men should cheat and all men are going to cheat because this, 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 and this, and throw away, they gonna, and women are throwing away their families because they, they choose to leave over a little cheating. And niggas is literally saying Nah, cheating comes from this and men grow out of it or it's not right for men to cheat. You, We can't win against you. Like, you literally hey. are like the final boss at the end of the video hey, but, game. But what, did, but what did Buddy say? Buddy said that not all men cheat and I said that, but he said most do. Who? I, I, pu- I pull up the post, right? Now. Oh, damn, I can't uh, share my screen. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to send it to the group chat and then, you know what I'm saying, we'll we deliberate there. But I think that, you know, it, it really hurt. That you know what I'm saying that, that you call me a misogynist is crazy because I feel I, like that's very accurate. I don't really think that I hate women. I um, think you do. I, I really I think, think you do that, sometimes. I know you don't hate me. Well, no, nah, I, I, I think, think you that, really like don't like you don't like women that aren't a cookie cutter. And it's like you think that women that are on the internet and they they show this and they show that or they they wear a small skirt or they wear a top showing their boobs not like cleavage or whatever 
you feel like those are less valuable women and we just gonna keep it a buck it's not that they're less valuable you just look at them as less valuable because you feel like they're showing themselves off and and for me that's that's just very misogynistic you really give off that you hate women you damn near like ashton when i be arguing with him on facebook well that's crazy you know and and I, I'll take that to reflect. I mean, I, I think that when you point out certain levels of accountability uh, within a group or within a subset of people, they get triggered at first. But if if more men like me were to tell you this, would would you call us all misogynists? But that's the theme, Jordan. You know, I have I literally but, put but this post out to good. all men, and but all just, men did not have the same perspective people. as you. That's so what I'm saying is, is that. When you're the small minority of men speaking for all men, you most of the time be wrong. So that that's what be given misogynistic because you be so focused on proving that women are this and less valuable and less desirable at certain ages and fat and all of these other yeah. things. When men usually don't even care because there's fat bitches getting wiped up all the time. You just be coming from this very small perspective. Meanwhile, I be over here like, oh, yeah, me and this, me and that, blah, blah, blah. I don't be trying to come at men all the time. I give a perspective that men can kind of understand. Meanwhile, I be feeling like you be trying to really like put women down or make women feel like, yeah, if I don't get my shit together by the age of 30, I'm going to be by myself for the rest of my life. And that's not realistic. And that's not putting like a good, that's not giving a good male perspective that women can learn from. All it does is teach women to conform to what men want and change yourself so that you can be a desirable wife in the sense that, a cookie cutter that's not your personality you women should be with men that appreciate them for their personality and who they are not who they aspire to conform to be and the same thing with men don't try to get with a woman that really want a six-figure gangster ass rapper and you work at taco bell you're never gonna win all right well it's that an unrealistic expectation i think that i've learned a lot I think that I've learned a lot and I think that what we should probably start doing is having more different opinions on the show. Because I think if we if we take the same episode that we're shooting today and we reflect on it a month from now and you have different opinions that go across your mind, you might be like, damn, Jordan, Jordan, might be on something. Um, I think we need. But I think what we need to have a poll first, like um. We have a poll on our Facebook page and then get comments from the poll or um, do a Facebook live and have people comment that way. Um, oh, yeah. Like, Definitely a live. Because, like, but I, you know, because right now it's only. Um, it's only. Yeah, we, we only got four opinions right now. You know what I'm saying? So. And uh, so. All right. Well, man, we're we going to close out because, man, Keala called me a massage. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, guys. Y'all can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Music, um, wherever you get your podcast, man. It's been another episode of the D-Start Show. Hey, write in. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like, what you agree with, what you didn't agree with. Um, We'll see y'all next time. We out. We out.